Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome back to another episode of Podstalgic, and I am Peter. And I'm Mariano. And this is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for the first time in a while, this is actually a new release, or newer release, because this is a few days after uh, it actually aired, but Bill and Ted 3, Face the Music. I would consider it a new release, because it's still the first within the, first the week that it's out. Okay. Yeah, I, that's what I would do. Okay. Come no, on, man, right. let's not cut ourselves short here, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, it's been a while since we've done one of these new releases, and for those that uh, are maybe a newer listener, we do kind of give um, like our recommendations early on, uh, so that way we can kind of talk about it non-spoilery, and then we'll get into uh, the spoiler territory. So we'll give you a chance to pause the episode, you know, we'll play like a, a trailer or something like that. Um do you want to give a recommendation now, or do we want to kind of talk about our thoughts non-spoilery than recommendation? What do you think? I think uh, probably just non-spoilery thoughts and then recommendation. Yeah, okay. just so that we can talk about the movie a little bit and then go from, you know, give our reasons why or why not. Okay, let me sort of start with the expectations real quick. Um, we did do a reaction episode uh, to the trailer. Um, we had a good time, and we were glad that it gave very little I kind of went into this movie with high expectations. Um, ah, oh, okay. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> because if you, because what happened is like, I know, Peter, you, we're, we're talking about, oh, should we just do like a quick uh, re-up on uh, one and two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just to kind of give a little some, we never got a chance to do it, unfortunately. But I did watch the um, the original, you know, Excellent Adventure. So after watching that, I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, I was I haven't watched it in a long time, so I'm remembering the Bill and Ted world and everything. You know, Bill and Ted. And I'm like, okay, good. So that actually lowered my expectations because I'm like, this is not this is a Bill and Ted movie. So let me grade it on a Bill and Ted level. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how many how many woes or how many dudes am I gonna give it out of five? I don't know right. yet. You know, right. I'll tell you about the recommendation, but I'm just saying that's kind of how I saw it. So. Yeah, so I guess we're coming from two different dire- two different directions here. It already kind of sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, um, I did watch this twice because after my initial watch, um, it sounds like I was in a lot of disagreements with a couple of my coworkers, and so uh, I had to watch it a second time to see if uh, my viewing of it changed, and it did. It did. I like what you said about grading on a curve because I did not. Um, I think what ruined it for me, did you hear the news about Kevin Smith when this movie, uh, before it came out? No, I didn't actually. I have not heard, actually I haven't heard anything Bill and Ted related uh, since the since the initial um, uh, trailer. trailer came out. Yeah. And yeah. I was kind of purpose, purposefully not, you know what I mean? Like I was, I mean, kind of what, I mean, purpose, not on purpose. I wasn't necessarily like going out of my way not to not to hear anything but i was just like ignoring stuff you know what i mean so, same yeah yeah so i didn't watch the video where the cast was on with uh kevin smith but um i did see like tweets or uh you know a title of a clip or whatever basically kevin smith said that like he cried uh, like at one point or or something i'm paraphrasing it and so when i saw that i was like oh man so so it really moved kevin smith and so I was kind of, I was like, oh, maybe 
they made this a little bit more grounded. You know, it's been so long since we've seen these characters. Maybe they kind of changed the writing, the tone, fleshing out the characters a little bit, uh, developing story plots and, and, and all of that. Um, you know, the other thing that's kind of sweeping the world right now is Cobra Kai. It just came to Netflix, right? The same day Face the Music uh, released. Um, it's sweeping the legs of everyone, if that's what you meant around to the say, world. right? Is that yes. you, okay, around the world. The sweeping I mean, the world. The reference legs. was there. That was yeah, definitely okay. intentional. Look, I'm going to make it so obvious. I'm going to basically, you know, like beat you like kind of Cobra Kai beats its enemies for the most part. Okay. That's how I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you like let these like sl- uh, dad jokes slide. All you right. Know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were saying more. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a lot of work set up there for... <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Okay, anyway. This so, is why I lost the tournament. <laughs> this is why I lose all the tournaments, dude. Because so, I, can't, I can't finish the job. Two 80s properties uh, resurfaced on the, on the same day. Uh, Cobra Kai obviously came out on YouTube. We were on board early on. The rest of the world is, is just now coming to it. You know, we're seeing retweets of... Uh, Gabriel Iglesias, uh, Carrie Underwood, Ming-Na Wen is all tweeting about it, you know, and it's just freaking fantastic. And so, I yeah, guess it's uh, interesting. It <laughs> I'm is. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, I like Cobra Kai. I'm just a little, I, I just saw a tweet, and this is the this is the thing that's funny to me about Twitter is that you know you have like people who are genuinely like, oh my god, this is so cool. You know, I can't believe you know because if you didn't, if you never seen Cobra Kai, you you probably would have no idea what it's about technically. Right. Yeah. You just know the Karate Kid world, maybe, and then you see the first episode, and you're like, oh, this is where they're going. Very interesting take, and actually, like, a smart take, and it makes sense, you know what I mean? But then I have, you know, but then you have people on Twitter who are like, um, I don't know if they just want to start shit just to start shit, and it's like, yeah, I'm not going to comment on, on this kind of stuff, but, you know, like, there's some dude, like, you know, tweeting out that, uh, you know, uh, Cobra Kai is greater than uh, Breaking Bad, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep going, because I don't really need right. to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I love the creators. They're friends of mine. For those that don't know, I, I do cover Cobra Kai uh, podcast called Cobra Kai Companion, 48 Interviews. Thank you very much. Um, You're welcome. All, all yeah, Peter, by the way. Ralph Macchio and William Zalka have been on. The creators came on twice. Um, your besties, by the way. Just, they they just, are. you got to put it out. They're going to be like your BFFs uh, are the one, you know, it, run that show. But I'm not going to say Cobra Kai is better than Breaking Bad either. <laughs> <laughs> it was that listen to our show or even our coverage on anything on TV Ate My Brain. I, I always championed that Breaking Bad is uh, my number one show. Right, you know? exactly. But, but the, the writing on there, there's definitely some setup and callbacks on Cobra Kai that I have compared the writing, you know, um, smartly written to that of uh, Breaking Bad. I think the main the main thing about writing, like when it comes to any any show or any, any universe, right? And this, here we go back to Bill and Ted, but um, is... People who care about the product, let's say if it's a completely different thing, like for instance, with Cobra Kai, it's like you have the Karate Kid world created and written and all these things, but these these other people, we have some new set of folks, the, you know, the big three who are like, uh, we love this universe, we're going to want to create something for now in the same universe, right? Mm-hmm. So you can tell that they took care, they paid attention, and, you know, like, Maybe not as much as Brianna, like know their stuff in the Cobra in the in the Karate Kid world, right? So, but but um, but you can tell, and because if you're a good enough, if you're a good writer, I should say, you have those callbacks. And I mean, you mentioned Ming Na Wen, like she was in Agents of Shield. The reason why Agents of Shield to me is like one of my one of the fucking best shows, just 
is an incredible show is because they have all those, I think, seven seasons called back in the seventh season to season one. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and kept it on a, um, on a like consistent level along with good writing. So, and one of the things that I think is a pet peeve for me is like watching certain shows is having these like either characters turn on a dime with no fucking reason. When you, let's say you've seen a character for four seasons doing things, being a certain way and all of a sudden they're completely different. <clears throat> Game of Thrones. And you have mm-hmm. uh, or, or consistency with callbacks, you know, or having a character show up, do some things that are, you're like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And they just, they drop off a cliff, basically. They don't, they disappear and they don't come back kind of thing. So um, back to callbacks and back to like having people who care about their, the, the product, right? Let's say like the characters, the story or whatever. And, and bringing it to Bill and Ted here, um, you're saying that Kevin, like if Kevin Smith cried, Kevin Smith also did Dogma with um, with uh, Carl. Oh, Jesus. Chris, oh, um, the comedian. George Carlin. Came. George Carlin. Thank you. I was going right. to call him Carlson. With George Carlin. George Carlin meant a lot to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he yeah, was yeah. a big part. Rufus was a big part of, of Bill and Ted and the Bill and Ted world. So, you know, he, he's passed away since then. And here's like, you know, not going to spoil anything here, but I can see why he would get teary eyed on certain aspects of it. But. That's almost like a like a. I didn't even think that that might be that scene in particular. Yeah. There's a couple other points where I I, I could have seen it, but you know, I, okay. I think you're right actually. That's the that's the reason that I popped up in my head when you mentioned that. Right. But that's kind of mis- misleading, I think, overall. Do you know what I mean? And I can see if you're if you're trying to build up the expectations for this movie, it's like, uh, maybe, no, don't. <laughs> right. <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see here. Um, I thought. I thought the story story was fine. So okay, back back to like the whole grading on the curve. When I was talking to a few people again, I'm kind of showing my hand here. Um, they're like, "But it's a Bill and Ted movie." I go, "I know that though." <laughs> but like, I guess I guess when we saw the trailer and we saw saw yoked out Bill and Ted, I think we were both kind of like, "Man, how did they get there?" I wasn't even thinking that looks a little absurd. Right. Like if I had went that route, maybe I would have been like, okay, maybe they're still kind of keeping to the tone to that of the 89 and the 90 movie or 91. I forget. Right. Yeah. I think that's the difference that we took, like maybe going into this. We knew it was Bill. I'm like, this is a Bill and Ted movie. I'm going in because and again, just rewatching the first one. I'm like, oh, I'm going into like with eyes wide open as to like what they are. And I didn't expect to be honest with you going into it. I'm all like. They're either, like you were saying, they're either going to like flesh out the characters and have them be like somewhat definitely like progressed in the last, what, 30 years or whatever, or they're going to be the same dudes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to go with them being the same dudes and see how that goes. And it, and it was, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've always known them to be like those lovable doofuses. I mean, Bill and Ted is definitely like top 10 franchise for me, right? From the 80s. Mm-hmm. So I was looking forward to this. Wow. And. Yeah, expectations were just high, and um, I just thought that they were going to make people maybe respect these guys a little bit more, but they're just still kind of the same guys. Right. You know, and right. I just, um, in my in my heart, I just don't want people to be like, uh, it's kind of what I expected, it's whatever. I want people to be like, oh, okay, cool, you know, they brought this back and it was really good, and, you know, there's definitely people on that. Um I think you're you're might and again besides like having a different look outlook, uh, Peter, it's like you're you you just you mentioned Cobra Kai dropping on the same day, and in in that light, uh, 
Cobra Kai season one, episode one is not what you expect. Right. You know, they didn't come back and put you right smack dab in the same freaking exact storytelling of the movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They took, they took the, um, the Billy cat. What am I? Billy is Ted's daughter. Ted. No, I'm shoot. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm thinking of Cobra Kai. Um, oh, uh, Billy Sadka's character, yeah, Johnny, yeah. right? So they brought Johnny in and you're seeing that kind of like, I wouldn't say completely different, but you can see, oh, this is what may happen 30 years after the fact or 20 something years after the fact. You know what I mean? So they took that route, which Bill and Ted did not. You know what I mean? Bill and Ted just is like a continuation, which is a lot of years later. And, you know, there's going to be some catastrophic thing happening if they don't do certain things. Right. I guess okay. that's as vague as I'm going to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's probably the, the, the best we can do, too. Um just to throw it out here, we do get some of the returning guests. Obviously, Bill and Ted, uh, played by uh, Alex Winter and uh, Keanu Reeves, right? Uh, one of our favorite human beings in the world. Yes. Um, so those two re- reprise their characters. We got Samara Weaving. Uh, Samara Weaving uh, plays Thea, Thea uh, which is Bill's daughter. And that's right, Bridget Lundy Payne as Willema, a.k.a. Billy, uh, who's Ted's daughter. And um, William Sadler reprises the uh, death character. Uh, Also, years ago, I reviewed um, Hard to Kill, the Steven Seagal movie. He's in it. Oh. Yeah, I I reviewed that. What does he play on Hard to Kill? uh, He he was like the bad guy. The main bad guy? Yeah, the politician, I think he was. Um, There's one point Steven Seagal shoves like um, like a, I don't know if it was a rifle or a shotgun, like into his mouth. At the oh, end, okay. he's like wearing a robe. But anyway, I reviewed that with JC of the uh, Liquor Run. Oh, okay, nice. Long time ago. Those are, oh yeah, um, Bill's, no, 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 Ted's dad. Uh, that that actor also returns, I'm trying to find uh, Hal Landon Jr. So everybody else is pretty much like new actors playing similar characters. We got Aaron Hayes and Jema Mays playing... Um, Princess Joanna and Elizabeth. Now, fun fact, Princess Elizabeth, uh, I interviewed the um, Princess Elizabeth number one, who oh. play, who was played by Diane Franklin uh, okay. from Better Off Dead and, and stuff like that. But anyway, I interviewed her and I asked her, oh, how come you didn't re- return for part two? And she goes, oh, I, you know, they didn't ask me. And she thinks oh, that um, maybe because there was like less focus on the princesses that... It could have been anyone, but I oh. guess if we think we know Hollywood the way we know Hollywood, they probably just wanted to keep the princesses looking younger. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably what it was. <laughs> because Erin Hayes here, she's like early 40s. Jayma Mays is 41. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, which to me was a little too recognizable from like other things. So I think that was the problem for me. Um, hmm. So it was kind of nice to see everybody again. I really did enjoy seeing Death. Uh, again, right. I think I think that that was one of the the, the high spots here for me. Um, all right, so recommendations. Uh, I'll go ahead and jump in first because I think people can kind of read the room here. Uh, my first watch, I was disappointed, and I didn't really like it. <laughs> I, I, I was I was actually quite bitter. Went into work, uh, spoke with two uh, coworkers at different times, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well, I watched it too." I said, "What'd you think?" I, 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 one said, "One person said I loved it." I go, "Really?" <laughs> and another one person said, "I liked it a lot." I was like, "Okay," 
And then I spoke with Tom. Shout out to Tom from Jake and Tom Cock of the World. And he said he liked it a lot as well. Wow. So I do know there are a little bit of criticisms online as well, you know, because you know, there's people that are critics. And so I don't know if it's divided, but I feel more people are probably leaning on the on the positive side. Now, having said all that, on my second watch, knowing what I was getting myself into, I did enjoy it a lot much better. Um, I think I would... I, I think I would still rank it third in the trilogy. I think I would go two, one, three. And I did uh, rewatch those movies too. But uh, like you said, we didn't have the chance to kind of do a recap. Yeah, I'm I'm going to, on the ranking, I agree with you. I don't see okay. this being better than the first two. But it is a Bill and Ted movie. So I came in, like you were saying, came in in those, with that in mind. So I was entertained. Um, I wouldn't say loved it. Uh you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I'll see it again. <laughs> so there's yeah. that. But I knew what it was. And I, again, I was entertained. So, you know, it is. Yeah. So I would I would say and here's a caveat, right? Like if you're if you're immersed in the Bill and Ted universe, then, yeah, watch it because this is the this is it. You know what I mean? This is how they finish it off. Right. Yeah. Um, was I satisfied with the whole thing? Uh, I mean, I guess I was just because how it how it ended but how they got to it maybe i don't know if if the if the film took shortcuts in the end do you know what i mean that's kind of how right. i felt so that's kind of like my my main even though it's a bill and ted movie in the bill and ted world it's my main criticisms like eh, they took shortcuts and it's a little convenient but then so was the whole first two movies you know what i mean like there's certain things that they're gonna do so i'm not i can't get too mad at them so if you're not, if you're going in here expecting what Peter was expecting, like you know, like a masterpiece, then no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I had to face the music. Yeah, I know. You, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're really pissed Peter. Puppy for That's me. What I'm talking about. <laughs> Been a minute. Um, all right, so right yeah, now we'll go well, ahead and we'll, we'll we'll play. Uh, you know, take a break for those that haven't seen it yet. It, yeah, go into it like like Mariano said. Um, understanding it is still Bill and Ted, and I again I did enjoy it the second time around. I will watch it again uh, at some point. I'll probably buy the trilogy on Blu-ray. I believe I do have a Blu-ray of one and two already. Um, but again, I love those movies, and I'll watch I'll watch two like any any time it's on. One I like a lot too. Um, I think just my favorite part is the very end. I mean, I, I like the collecting of all the. You know all, yep. all the historic figures the and mall. stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah, all, all of that. That shit was that shit's still funny. Yeah. Yeah. So this and, one, uh, Napoleon, Napoleon being a dick. That's that shit's hilarious. Napoleon is like one of the best things of that of that first movie too. Um, Napoleon of the water slides. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Yep. So we'll uh, give you guys a chance to pause the episode if you haven't yet seen it and resume after you have. Okay. So spoiler territory. Um, yes. I think maybe a lot of my criticisms may come from direct the the directing. Yeah, I can see that. You know, um, Here, and this is what I mean, Peter. Like I was saying, um, that they took shortcuts because they they have this build up, build up, build up, build up, and at the very end they got to do what exactly? It was kind of I'm like, uh, okay, this is this is goof. We're getting goofy even for Bill and Ted. Yeah, at the very the, end, you know the story. Um, like when they go to the future and the um, they they point out that like they're hated in the future. 
Right. You know, and then to kind of jump to the end where the music thumb drive was given by older Bill, like right. the old versions themselves couldn't tell the young versions of themselves, like, hey, it's the daughters, just to save some time. Right, exactly. You got daughters. They're the ones that are going to be the ones. And like, I don't they I don't mind them being the daughters, for instance. Oh, and no, I kind no, no, of no. figured it out. Like that that part alone. No, I, I agree. I, I think I know. I think we're both on the same page. Okay, here. okay. You're just like, going. Okay. I'm just kind of going to like that reveal is not bad, right? The idea that it's their daughters makes perfect sense because the whole time they're going about it wrong. But you're right as far as like the old version of him saying, give him that. But he didn't even say it was the daughters. He just gave him the thumb drive. Yeah, exactly. So like, even... You could have saved so much time, um, expedite everything, you know. Right. And, and because we have a, had a countdown, I didn't feel... I didn't feel that countdown, you know, like I didn't feel there was anything that was really at stake. They were just kind of going through the motions and going through the beat. You mentioned that reveal with the daughters on my initial watch. That was the best thing. Uh, that, that's the thing that stuck out the most. And that was almost like towards the end to me. Where yeah, I was that like, was the very end. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, oh, holy shit. I, I, I really like that. Um, but but I mean, there's other things that I really enjoyed, too. Like, you know, even leading up to that reveal, I, I love seeing uh, the Grim Reaper back. You know, yeah. that whole sequence with him yep. cheating on a hopscotch, finding out that he tried, to, they, they he sued, or they sued each other for the, right. the, the name. Yeah, for stallions. the name. And also the fact that he had a Wild Stallions jacket on a frame on his wall. Oh, right. That shit was fucking hilarious. 40-minute solo, like just a yeah, bass solo 40... because he is like Wild Stallions. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to say this, and um, because I know that... that uh, the daughters, Bill, Bill and Ted, <laughs> Theodora and uh, and uh, Billy, Billy. Uh-huh. were um, basically playing their dads. Like it's like they're playing Bill and Ted first, you know, like a version of Bill and Ted themselves, right? Basically. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, kind of like, uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, it makes sense, but I'm, I'm a little just slightly put off. But then as the story kept going, their time traveling to me was more interesting than Bill and Ted's time traveling. Because it was kinda, that's the staple more, of the uh, of these exactly. movies. Exactly. Going yeah. back in time and getting like like uh like uh iconic people, you know, and these are iconic musicians and going even further and further back so you know, in time to get these folks. And I love how you know, and I've, they have to yada yada this, but how like all the musicians were like, Yeah, you know, like they're all into like going back and you know, everybody's cool with going back in time and a, <laughs> and like and the people who they meet in, back in time when they see these like strange looking people or whatever, just because they're dressed differently and all that. And they're like, oh, you do music too? All right, let me join you guys. Kind of like, whatever. That's, you know, but that's what they did in, you know, in the other movies. So like, it's fine. But that to me was more entertaining than Bill and Ted going, uh, I guess maybe the, the future one where they're in Dave Grohl's house. That was kind of funny just because I knew they were not in their own house, you know right. what I mean? And their looks were ridiculous. So there's that you know the british accents but other than that i mean i don't know i guess the the daughters made to me made more of an impression right oh yeah i really liked billy like i, I think anytime she was on screen i was always focusing on her that that's right. one that played um okay and now <laughs> she played ted's daughter yeah right, she, right. yeah because her name is billy oh man that's so confusing i know um, it makes it up and and then when it came to bill and ted the only time the only versions of them that I liked were their other versions. I didn't like Bill and Ted Prime. Right. You know, because there was no growth there. There's a little bit on Ted's part with the whole marriage thing. And we'll right. get into that. 
But um, I only, you know, like 2022 Bill and Ted, 2030, like though all those versions I thought were like the best versions of Bill and Ted each time, right. <laughs> especially the, the the asshole one, uh, 2030, I think it was. Was that which 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 ones are those? Those those are the ones that were at the. Um... Um, I think it was not the first time where they try to run off on them. It was the the second time when maybe it was the British one. Oh right, when they were at Dave Grohl's yeah. house. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Those, I I like those the most just that, because that you're right. Sequence, they were, yeah. They, yeah. Also, um, like the running gag of uh of Ted having a drinking problem was funnier <laughs> than the actual than Bill and Ted. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. The fact that they're like, you don't even drink, dude. And they're like, and he's like drinking like a whole fucking fifth of vodka and shit. That yeah. shit was funny, man. <laughs> let, let me say this. I, I think one of the missed opportunities was to kind of develop more of Ted wanting to save his marriage. Right. That would have been, it was kind of, I mean, it was a part of the plot, but it wasn't delved into much at all, really. Yeah. I mean, they went as far as to get... um Jillian Bell, right? The, I think that's the actress's yeah. name to play the the therapist. Um, and they go back a couple of times too. Like they spent a few minutes, you know, for those sessions. I, I don't know why that couldn't be fleshed out a little bit more. Right. They went that far. You're right. Otherwise, what's the point, right? Mm-hmm. They could have just played it like where you know our wives want to leave us, and you know the future Ted's blame them for that. But that could have been done without the therapist involved. I don't know. I feel like maybe there there was just too many ideas and uh, maybe there was a lot more, like two hours worth of things that they filmed. Right. That, that's a good point. They could have just had uh, too many ideas and not really quite enough time to deal with them, Peter. You don't think so? They didn't have time no, during the yeah, pandemic to... Uh, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> edit the movie. Um, yeah, I never understood why the future hated them. Like, what was the point of writing that in... I don't know, the whole t- time traveling, I felt like this was the weakest of the three as well. Even though the third movie, the second movie, it wasn't really time traveling, but that it was about them being killed off. off. But then right. you got to follow the misadventures of the evil Bill and Ted robots. Right. Yeah, and here, yeah, I don't know. I guess it was, I don't know, man. Do you feel like there, there, there's some issues? Like maybe they did film a lot and the editing process was probably like a, like a real... Sh- you know, fucked up situation for them. I, I don't know. Probably. Like I'm questioning way too many things that we typically would in another movie. And right. I just, I hate having to say, well, but it's a Bill and Ted movie. You know, like I, I yeah. shouldn't have to say that. That's, yeah, I don't think that's fair to everybody involved. Like I think they were really trying to do something here, but it's just, it, it wasn't what I expected. I mean, for example, um, all right, let, let me see what you think about this. I hate Dennis, the robot. Oh, the ro- Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can see why. Uh, he, he's more like a cyborg, but even his look is terrible. His CGI, when he turns into a booth or a vessel of sorts, right? I think that looks amazing. But just the look of him, just I, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I can I, see that. No, I can see why that was that would be annoying. Like how he was annoying the characters because he's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and if I felt like they just kept on doubling down, tripling down on. On that character, he very much was like the Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, that gag kept going maybe a little too long. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I can see that, Peter. They have valid points. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I and did. even and even if it is a Bill and Ted movie, there's you know, there's definitely some things. You're, this is why I feel like not 
your ranking is right because I feel like on this one, there were some shortcuts taken. Maybe some things were rushed. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe the editing process was kind of a bear to deal with. Uh, all, all those things. And, and to be honest, to and what, by rushed, I mean like by the time you get to the highway and the world's ending or the timelines and the continuum is getting all fucked uh, and they realize that is their daughters. Okay, that's good. But then, oh, we're going to give everybody in the timeline instruments to play terrible music, horrible like music to like fix the timeline. And the thing is, like when you're promising a song that's going to unite the world, you're not going to deliver no matter what the fuck you're doing. Right. That's, I mean, just you kind of shoot yourself in the foot. And I, I understand the concept, but you're not going to deliver in, in, in any film. You're not going to deliver that song. I think <laughs> you know what I mean? one of the um, better things about this was uh, I thought the score and the music was really good, too. I just think that the song that unites uh, all of humanity, um, I think, fell short. I know they didn't write that Kiss song in the second movie, but that was a Kiss song to end the movie with, and which was memorable to me, being able to see Bill and Ted come back from the, like, what, 18 months of being gone to to learn how to actually play instruments. You know, so you got to see the growth there. This one, like, Billy and uh, Thea, they, like, I think it's great that it, you put them front and center, but they're kind of just orchestrating everything, right? They They got characters this time around they were very similar to like previous characters too you got mozart here whereas in the first movie you got beethoven you got a cave woman here you had genghis khan in the first movie i would have wished that there were a little bit more characters that were a little bit different i mean at one point we see george washington while well, we had abe lincoln in the first movie uh, which right. by the way here um jesus was also played by alex winter <laughs> oh god <laughs> save some good. money save yeah. some money yeah 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 <laughs> Which, by the way, I really love seeing Alex Winter in this movie. I thought it was really, really nice to see him again. And I think he jumped back into the character just fine. I, I still had an issue with um, uh, Keanu Reeves' Ted voice. You right. know, he, I mean, he looking like Professor Snape. I'm not mad at that. Not mad at right. that at all. I, I feel like watching this movie, I feel like uh, Keanu needs to keep facial hair. That's that's my that's my yeah. criticism. Again, that's why he looks like gotta Professor have Snape her, to me. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Because every time I see him on photos, you know, by the way, happy birthday to Keanu. I think it's his birthday today, buddy. Oh, boo? Hey, 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 boo. <laughs> I mean, I was, <laughs> yeah, you're my boo, too. Okay, okay thanks. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's appreciate some Keanu Reeves. Um, I, I believe it's his birthday today. That's what I... I thought I saw that on my timeline. Recently, but anyway. because I did see Pialani. Shout out to Pialani. She posted a picture of Keanu, like a couple pictures basically just saying hey drop all your favorites of his or something I, she didn't so, say that was a birthday but that makes oh, okay. sense oh maybe not okay maybe it's not his birthday god dang it okay well i'm making stuff up you know every day i just need an excuse day. i just need an excuse to call peter boo just you know um, <laughs> hey, so, hey, uh, <laughs> never need a reason just do it uh dennis i, um, I mean dennis uh devin does it all the time to like other women so why can't you just do it to me no big deal hey, why not exactly i'll just do it to everybody yeah um so uh yeah anyway every, every picture i see of keanu with is with facial hair, and there's a reason for that because he looks good with facial hair. Yeah, just like when he was in prison, yoked out with the you know with that beard and everything. Right, exactly, exactly. With the mohawk, um, right, hey, keep the mohawk. Why not? That's a good look. Do it, man. Um, yeah. So that's I, I can see that. I, I'm not again with the the ending was kind of lackluster, but again, like you're like I was saying, like you you're you're not gonna you're not gonna live up to ex- expectation of this song. So I guess they're like, well, let's just make this whatever this is and call it that. You know what I mean? 
because it's officially the song you know what i mean i, I don't know it's just or maybe it was just the concept of the fact that everybody has to join in like everybody in all the timelines in the history had to join in yeah i think what um just for the little bit of research that i did the 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 director of this movie is dean per Pariso or parasot um he like the of his filmography the one that sticks out the most that was uh, the most successful i would say is galaxy quest but the other okay. ones like red 2 you know and um, there was a couple other titles that i kind of recognized but he was um, hired to do this movie like seven years ago so i don't know how many script changes has gone through uh, it has gone through because you still only have chris chris matheson and ed solomon um, you know, the two writers. So I don't see right. any other names credited here. I wonder if there's just so many ideas that they've had over the, uh, over the years that they tried cramming them all in and ultimately it got cut to kind of shorten it down. Yeah. I mean, they could have stuck to like um, a main story and like maybe a couple of sidelines and tie in the, the daughters into it. You know what I mean? Being the main focus. I don't know. It, it, it seemed a little over everywhere and it, and it is keanu's birthday today by the way i looked it okay up. all it right is. so yes. sir we're doing this for you i think <laughs> yeah so and please uh keep the facial hair which i think you are so that's awesome yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> you know gonna be listening three to and four is coming or no four <laughs> four because three is already out or is well, it four and five that's being filmed i don't know four and five is being filmed got it for um are we talking john wick uh yeah mm -hmm. four and five being filmed together but although i don't know how far along yikes but I know that the Matrix, the next Matrix is going to be happening. They with... were originally supposed to be released on the same day, those two movies, right. uh, John Wick 4 and Matrix 4. Oh, wow. Um, but with no uh, Lawrence Fishburne? I don't huh. know. That's what I hear, dude. Anyway, so, um, yeah, that's all I got, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm glad I saw it because it's the third installment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't know. Look, this is like watching Godfather 3. Yes. You got to see it. I actually don't shit on that movie like a lot of people do. I actually think I it's do. a decent movie. I, I, I shit on that that's movie. Fine. I am yes. <laughs> that's totally fine. That's fine. Um, it's not as good as the other two. I do believe two is better than one. Yes. yes barely, I'm in but, that camp too. Absolutely. But mm -hmm. barely. I mean, still fucking great movies. But I like three. It's fine. And because of the comeuppance of basically like you reap kind of what you sow in essence. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the, the model, the, the story or whatever. But but to me, I feel like Godfather 3 is a better third film than Bill and Ted Face the Music is a third film. <laughs> that's kind of how uh, I want to put it. Okay, so let's, let's get a few more criticisms out of the way and let's try to end it with some things that we do like. How okay, cool. Okay, cool. All right, um, here's another thing I don't like. And, and the, the, the three people that I've spoken to with actually like this part i didn't like how missy is marrying deacon yeah well why i mean i get i get the joke they're trying to pull here like yeah that he, I mean, she was with right and dad, they addressed that they the addressed that dad. at the wedding right, like yeah. oh now now the dad is his own son right you know like right you you, you guys are yeah i i like that dialogue i don't like the idea of it because my friend when i surfed the hub okay you know what right. i'm talking about yeah, I, I know. Actually, it's all I over the fucking place. I cringe at the, the 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 videos that have stepmother, stepbrother, stepsister. And, you know, I I don't I know there's freaks out there, but that does that does nothing for me. So when I'm hearing that Missy is marrying her own stepson, 
I'm just like, what? Okay, I get it for her character. I'm just like, well, why? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a running it's 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 like running wild. You know what I mean? That genre, quote unquote. Uh, and I blame the Lannisters. Is yeah, that what it is? The, the is that trope, what it comes from? The trope. There you go. The trope, it right, it yeah. is the Lannisters, probably. Uh, uh, maybe a, a, a nod to the first movie where they go to medieval England. I don't know. Who, uh, <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I, I get it. I get. Look, I get it. Now I'm like. I'm like. Oh, maybe. Maybe I should take back some of the things I said. No, I was <laughs> no. I mean, and Kid Cudi was like a really big distraction. They even point out like, well, you know, he's not classic or or he's not. I forget the word that uh, the, the 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 daughters say about him. And he goes, "Well, I'm not yet, but you know, now I would consider myself, you know, just because he's among greatness or whatever it was." Right. Yeah, it was just kind of like, "Okay, well, Kid Cudi, I really loved your first album, Mr. Solo Dolo." I mean, Kid Cudi, I know he's a big Back to the Future fan too, but ah, man, I don't he didn't know. bother me as much. He, he didn't bother me as much. I mean, contemporary character. He was uh, good, but yeah, and he was good, and 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 what he what he brought to the table as far as like space time continuum, right? Right, um, and it was also to kind of tell Bill or show that Bill and Ted still didn't understand a damn word he said. You know, like right. the first time Bill uh, he repeats a question because he didn't understand what Kid Cudi was trying to say, and then like later in the movie, Ted was like, um, Okay, but we have four and a half minutes. Can you, like, just cut to the chase, basically? You know? Right, right. That line. So, I mean, they call it out. Oh, man, I just I wish this movie was my, my first viewing experience just because I now I have that little bit of baggage. Coming right. in, my first uh, impression was, like, I didn't like it. So right, I had to watch right. it the second time and kind of convince, okay, there are good things to like. Um, but Dennis is probably still the worst thing for me just because when he gets jumped at the prison... It's just it's really awkward and cringy because he is awkward and cringy. Um, I, I like it when he ends up in hell and like the two demons is like basically, hey, would you look at that? A robot in, in hell. Like I like those demons. <laughs> right, yeah. The demons, more, like the demons left a better impression than Dennis. <laughs> they did because they were pretty good because they're just like, I'll be damned. Look at that. <laughs> right. You know, I, and I thought it was like James Cordon or something. I thought that's who it was at first, but it's the um, skinny bald dude that was like in... Gotham and Flash. I know what you're talking about. And I Victor. think he's also in Barry in the show yes, Barry. Yes, I yeah. think he is. He's a, good in that, by the way. That's what Barry. I hear. He's, yeah, he's pretty. That's a really good. That's a good show. Uh, yeah, and you know, and, and uh, Christian Shaw playing um, Rufus's daughter. Uh, and I love her. She's fucking awesome. She's so funny. But she, they I didn't thought, really give her much to do. Did you, know did, I mean? you uh, did you watch Orange is the New Black? I haven't finished it. I'm like a season and a half before the Okay. Away from finishing it. Um, did you watch that one movie with uh, David Spade where he goes to Hawaii? It's basically an Adam Sandler movie, but with David Spade in the character, uh, uh, you know, in the lead. I don't think so. Oh god, I, I'm forgetting was the, the wrong Lily or something, something like that. The wrong. Anyway, she plays the lead character, mm-hmm. uh, opposite of David Spade. Um, but she was also a. Uh, corrections officer or or something in Orange is the New Black. Oh, in the last uh, season or? Yeah, she was in the last few seasons. Okay, okay. Um, But anyway, I thought that's who it was. And I I guess it's it's not the same actress. But her name, Kelly, is a nod to George Carlin's real daughter, Kelly. uh, Oh, okay. Kelly Carlin. Well, maybe that's why. So that's kind of cool. Maybe that's why, uh, you know, there were tears. Okay. 
<laughs> Would you, did you like any of the um, of the uh, historic figures? Right, we got Jimi Hendrix, uh, yeah. Louis Armstrong, yep. Mozart, Ling Lun, and Grom. Right. You like any of those people? Uh, they didn't give like they gave uh, Jimmy like a little more to do, and uh, Louis Armstrong. Um, some of their interactions was good, like between them, and then when they get to uh, Mozart, right? Because I always yeah. get Mozart and Beethoven mixed Mo- up. Mozart was like borderline Napoleon and Beethoven. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so their interactions were actually pretty good, and there's some funny moments, but. They didn't give them enough, you know, and I think it's a matter of time. Time is an issue here, like where they're spending time again with the wedding. Didn't really care for that either. I thought, yeah, I, I thought could, the song was it, hilarious that they performed would, that really long ass title. You know, oh, the beginning, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they did that for the song. They did that to show where they're at. You know, well, what I mean? n- not necessarily just where they're at. In my opinion, I think it shows like their drive. Like they've been literally doing everything yeah, up possibly, to this yeah. point in every and, instrument they can get their hands and on still and have failed yeah <laughs> it's still have failed so they continue to try it just they're still not good right. um but i thought that song actually sounded okay and i laughed my ass off when the daughters were all dancing trying to get into it like right <laughs> supporting their dad supporting right <laughs> like oh um, okay i see what you're doing and i love i love bill saying um commenting on his daughter's musical acumen <laughs> right yeah <laughs> There's some there's some good lines. No, they have some good lines in there. Um yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I'm I think that's all I got for criticism. I don't really have anything else much to say about it. What do you like? Uh, um Death I thought was really good. Again, the running joke of Wild Stallion and all that. And then the interaction with the, How do you cheat in the, hopscotch? Yeah. Do you, no idea. You, no idea how that, you do that. Maybe that's the idea that he is right, such yeah, a cheater like, that he even cheated in the hopscotch. Right. Uh, so you, there's you there's a few there's um, when the daughters are like interacting with death and basically like pumping them up like oh man oh, but right. you're solo and so you know like the songs and the album like they were naming names names of the albums and that, the songs and no, no that, that part was wasn't good. good but that other part was good in that song yeah, yeah right exactly yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> they're gassing them up I thought that was that was pretty fucking hilarious you know it was so that was really good. And so um, I, I, I guess it was, a, I mean, a pretty nice setup for the daughters, you know, because they yeah. have been there to to help. And you can tell, like, how versed they are in music history. And they just, they yeah. know what they like and they understand it. And so right. it makes sense when, when we get that reveal. It's just, I, I, I just thought, in my opinion, it wasn't, uh, the connection right there, it didn't grab me. Right. Okay. I can see that. We're doing positives here. Come on, Peter. Well, Give okay, me one. I know. Okay. Um. Okay. Didn't like Give me Missy. a positive so I can like shoot you down. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I was fine with the Rufus uh, hologram. It was a nice nod to him. I, I like how they both see him and it gets a little somber. But um, that telephone booth is just there for for the taking. <laughs> right. And it still works, right? Yeah. It's not like a museum piece. Right. I mean, I guess no, nobody else knows how to use it but it, but them, right? Because uh, for those that did rewatch the first movie, when we first see something like a time traveling, whatever, they, they transform it into a telephone booth to send it back to Bill and Ted. Right. Oh, okay. You know, so it didn't even start off as a phone booth. So maybe that's what it is. Like the future, they didn't know how to use it. Right. So they just left, left it. <laughs> they just left it, it because it was kind of more like a tribute yeah. to, to Rufus. Right. Yeah. Right. So that was kind of cool. I think they recycled like some some dialogue that wasn't used um, previously, 
Oh, man. I mean, we get a kind of like, I think a little too late um, reference to Station, you know, uttered by Kid Cudi there kind of towards the end of the movie. Actually, like at the end of the movie. That was a nod from the second one. I don't remember. Yeah, there was two aliens named Station. Oh. And when they were taken to heaven to go find these beings, they were... I'm kind of forgetting the wording, but they're they were basically introduced as like these are like they're they're talented and gifted in the galaxy or whatever I don't know so 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 like in the future I guess people know of station and so like station was just kind of a like one of those things that you know like the Smurfs and use the word Smurf for everything like station yes, was a word for right. everything in the second movie okay. you know you could say that's cool by saying that's station you know or just station Got it. or. Okay, so that was kind of okay. I I, I missed that. Yeah, uh, and I, I think the casual fans are just gonna be like, "Why did Kid Cudi just say station?" <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I guess the other thing was I was trying to figure out like, were are they even trying to balance the the old heads like us who did see this when we were younger and also like a newer audience? Because like Kid Cudi again, like, what is he kind of doing right now? Positives, you know. man. Positives. Sure. Come you on. could have had like Post Malone <laughs> or something. I don't know. Oh, God. What? <laughs> Why? No. Hey, hey, well, I threw him out because uh, Preston like, um, loves Post Malone. So. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. He loves Rockstar and Circle and all those songs. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Sunflower is one of his favorite songs. Okay. Yeah, it was I number one you. for a time. Yeah, because of the... the because it I'll was. Take I mean, I'll, I'll take your word. I'll take your word for it. But you know, I'm just again, I'm looking at uh, over my notes, and most of them were all criticisms. But they were also taken the first evening that I watched right. them. Um, right. I really think the biggest thing for me that I felt could have kind of gave me what I was asking for is having Ted. You know, um, that would be a big obstacle, right? Okay, Ted does not want to write the song because his marriage is more important to him. That's more of a, a of a time clock, right? right? Because right. it was just he was too e- easily swayed by Bill to come along with this journey, right? I don't exactly. Know. And yeah, yeah, I get it. Ah, oh, God. Okay. Well, you know, we do, um, we do pull up the ratings. Let's let's see what the the internet uh, gave Bill and Ted face the music. All right. Currently, and again, we are not even uh, a week into its release. Uh, IMDb has it eight out of ten, and Rotten Tomatoes is eighty one percent. So I think a lot of these people was like, "Well, it's a Bill and Ted movie." Yeah, and nostalgia, right? Yeah, yeah. I I would not rate it that high, and I am, pardon me, and I am, give more forgiving than Peter because I came in knowing it's a Bill and Ted movie. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a seven out of ten. Yeah, you are being generous. <laughs> I am, and I think I am being a little generous with this. Okay, now that we'll talk about it more. All you right, know, I don't well, want to. You know, six out of ten, well, above the fifty percent line. Yeah, six out oh, of ten. Dang it! Okay, well that's where I was going, but um, okay, you know I'll just I'll just stick with it. Six out of ten. That's still an average movie. Yeah. You know, I I think this is worth a uh, worth a watch if you do like these characters because I really do love Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter playing like the bad versions of themselves, or at least right. the ain't shit Different versions version. where they're like, right. y'all need to do better. You're the reason that our wives left you. Like, right. I like those as, versions. As Ted is drinking a fucking fifth of vodka. <laughs> or and... a flask. A flask at one point. Like, he's just oh downing that flask or whatever that was. So I do have the years uh, written down. 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the one when um, Bill and Ted ran away from themselves. 2025. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that's the... F- I don't remember 2025 because 2030... 
is when they were like fat and balding and the English right. accent, I feel. Right. So I'm forgetting which one 2025 was. I just thought this they ran away from themselves that one time, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, I wrote it. Oh, the prison. Pr- prison was 20, 2030, maybe? That must be 2030 because then they're in prison already. It's like later on, right? After they got caught yeah, at the bill at, uh, at at uh, the house because they were trespassing, the prison one was probably my favorite. Yeah, but I <laughs> also well, so I knew ridiculous joke like that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, uh, heinous the uh, the back tattoos. I, I think Ted has like uh, angel wings on the back of uh, on right. his back. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and also I do like like the David Grohl showing up. Like who the hell? Like oh, I knew yeah. something was that up. Was, yeah, yeah, we knew that. I'm all like, this is not their house. I'm all there. So, and then David Grohl, yeah, exactly. Oh, the looks like, that they're giving each other and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. It, it, speaking English, <laughs> clearly they're trying to outsmart themselves. <laughs> right, exactly. But I exactly. do like, oh, they're going to do that thing. Oh, I didn't know. they putting buckets on their heads just to run around aimlessly so they can't plan to do. Like, <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was pretty good. No, that, that, was, was, that good, was in character. That was a good gag. Okay, man. I, I don't know. I'm just going to keep stepping on this if I continue. Um, all right. So after hearing all my criticisms, what say you? I mean, you, you said you're not going to watch this again, actually. So I'm I guess, probably not going to watch it again. Yeah. I'm glad I did it just to get, you know, it's more like, let me do it to get it out of the way. I'm not going to watch it again. Right. Okay. I don't, I don't see it. Unless it's free somewhere, maybe I'll catch some of it just to see how it kind of holds up or whatever, you know, once it kind of lands and like premium cable television or whatever. But uh, other than that, I don't, yeah, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I really can't wait to hear some of our um, podcast friends and see what they thought, because I know there's a few that, that have already reviewed it. And and also, like, some of the early tweets, you know, I, I, I have people that I follow, and I was seeing, like, oh, yeah, it was excellent, and all these things. So I saw a lot of hype early on, a lot of positive hype. That so, doesn't help either. It doesn't. Kind of getting and, yourself and, ready and there was to watch no spoilers, something. but everyone was like really loving it. it you, you know what this I will equate this to, and not the quality of its content, but it's very much when people told me you're gonna love Stranger Things. Okay, but you have you watched Stranger Things? I only watched the first season, and I didn't love it when I ended okay. it. Okay, all right. Because I think I was missold on on the premise of the show, uh, and I don't think I think it came down to the wording when Stranger Things was introduced. It, it, they were like, oh. Did you like, um, I mean, you would love it because you're into the 80s stuff and, you know, you do nostalgic. But if you liked, like, uh, Twin Peaks and they started naming all these other things. But the one that excited me was Twin Peaks. And I'm like, oh, man, so we're going to get, like, Twist and blah, blah, blah. We got it's none not of that. Twin Peaks. No. Uh, no, no. It's no, Goonies uh, more than anything. Right. Go and and I think it's not until, like, season two is when we get, yeah. like, Twist and, and reveals. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it's Goonies and, um, oh, shoot, and E.T., you know what I mean? That's kind of like in that right. realm. That I kind wish, of, no. But Twin Peaks not. Because yeah. I tell you right now, if it was Twin Peaks, I would be like, nope. I am not a David Lynch fan. Fuck that shit. I, I like the original run. I cannot get into it. Cannot get into, I, it. Well, cannot get into any of his films, man. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I'm just not. I just don't like the guy. I don't. I don't like the way he directs. It's. Yeah. And okay. I like weird shit. I usually I like weird shit in general, but for him, I just don't. I just don't have it for him. Man, what a what a what a negative uh, review. <laughs> <laughs> we're just shitting on everything um well, let me tell you who else i don't like let's talk okay about <laughs> uh, oh, bad. we better we better cut it now i know <laughs> i know I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna hear it from all of my friends too like uh that's okay especially the ones in the cobra kai uh, 
uh, fandom there. Um, all right, so Mariana, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um, do you got anything uh, to pimp out that you that you're working on? I I still have the was it 1995 episode I need to edit for uh, Musicate My Brain. 94. We need to get on to 95, buddy. Is it 94? Okay. Yeah, we gotta get, we gotta actually make our list for 95, which I haven't yet. So I gotta start thinking about that. Oh, that's fine. Not the press. No pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now we are on TV in my brain. We have a new show that we're covering. We're covering um, uh, Lovecraft country all right which is excellent so and we had just uh, actually recorded for the third episode Whoa, it was excellent, huh? yeah oh yeah. dude yeah so <laughs> it's i love it it's a horror it's a horror show okay with a lot of social undertones that i are just uh, <laughs> i just interviewed an actor from cobra kai, cobra kai that uh, is in an upcoming episode now i heard that interview and i'm looking uh-huh. out for oh him. thank you wow so okay. anyway yeah i'm looking out for him so um yeah it is nothing like twin peaks so <laughs> or else i wouldn't watch it <laughs> okay uh, can you compare it to something uh in terms of like you know thematically or the tone no or... i would just say that it's it's a it's a hard it's a horror show i mean it's kind of but it's but the creature the creatures or the monsters are many forms so mm. it's kind of it's really difficult to okay. to it's a different type of horror but it definitely has the beats because you definitely have the the like the musical cues the visual cues and monsters you know what I mean but you also have a lot of other like I said social undertones it's the fifth it's the fifties um, and it's uh, black people dealing with said monsters. So they don't just have to deal with monsters. They also have to deal with racism in, in general. So there's that. Um, so that is and is really well made. I mean, great uh, soundtrack. There's some great voiceovers. Uh, costuming's phenomenal. Acting is really fucking good. Uh, and the direction and writing. So yeah, it's, it's got the whole package. It's kind of like, um, in in essence, it's like it's 1955. So it's kind of like I don't know if you like Watchmen. Uh, has a social commentary on like a different alternate world this is kind of like that but except it's 1955 so it's kind of has a similar not quite the same but similar kind of view when it looks at the world except it's set in a horror setting where there's right monsters and magic and all that kind of stuff uh so it's, it's really cool man i really enjoyed your guys's watchman coverage so i um I, I know there's a couple guys at work that do watch this and they've been asking me if i've seen it and one of them i told them i go i'm not gonna watch until you watch cobra kai but uh since you're covering it maybe i can Watch this, get caught up, and maybe um, provide some feedback. Yeah, check or out. Something. I mean, yeah, you'll definitely get it in the first episode, man. It's very, it's it's really good. So yeah, uh, so we're doing that. Um, we dropped the history of color, uh, like I think a couple of weeks ago or a week and a half ago with, with uh, guest friend of the show, Pilani. That was a really good one, and we have a couple more down the pipe that we're we have a couple of authors that we're going to be interviewing along with the books that we're reading. So that's yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's, that's pretty much it. That and we're doing reruns. We finished Sopranos. Uh, on TV in my brain, and we're rewatching shows that you know, like acclaimed shows, right? Like Sopranos mm-hmm. is one of them, right? Um, and so the next one we're doing is Dexter, and so it's going to be interesting because I re- remember the last season of Dexter. Not a fan, but I know there was a lot of good shit about Dexter to begin with, and you know, right. so we'll we'll see, we'll see. And of course, the guest stars throughout that show. I'm like, oh damn, they're gonna we're gonna see some really good acting because there's a lot of good actors that kind of pop in and out of there uh so this should be interesting we, we just finished watching season one so hopefully we'll we'll come up with a recording of that soon interesting okay all right well um i'm not doing anything too different i mean i've kind of already pimped out a lot of things already uh i mentioned cobra kai companion uh seasons one and two just released on netflix number one in the world and um 
yeah, I'm I'm happy to see like all the cast members, you know, getting all these engagements online and 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 all that. So that's uh, really been nice to see. Um, yeah, check out TV, no, Music Ate My Brain for some of those uh, episodes we teased to just kind of going through the Billboard uh, Top 100 and giving our, you know, top five uh, songs uh, from, from each respective year. And I still got uh, another episode with the um, Harrison Ford that I need to put out too, Presumed Innocent. So that's going to be coming that's right. soon. That's yeah, going to be interesting. We, we yeah. missed a few anniversaries, so we'll probably go back and do some of those too. Some of those that were kind of, oh, how do we, you know, skip this kind of. Right, kind of exactly. Yeah. Well, I got to say that the first one of the Harrison Ford movies, What Lies Beneath, we got some pretty good uh, people were into it, man. Cause well, we did. It, I, it I actually, didn't think it was going to be that popular, to be It honest. got some good numbers. It, it, took, uh, it took a little bit, but uh, I, I think since we kind of went on hiatus, everyone right. was just kind of listening to that. But right. yeah, yeah. Uh, what Lies Beneath, if you guys still haven't seen that movie, go check that out and then check out our review. I, I enjoyed the review. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. All awesome. right. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll uh, catch you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.